everybody. Welcome to Sick Girls Pod. And this is the show where we talk all things sex in the city. And we are continuing on our look at the Carrie Diaries this week. And we are talking about season one, episode six and seven. And uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Jax is here. Rachel, these episodes were fun. <laughs> yes. Like finally we got a good batch like we if I feel like we've had always there's one bad episode yeah. in in our in our reviews so yeah yay. yeah these were these were really fun they were also heartfelt yeah um such good acting like this this gets mm-hmm. me so excited I actually it makes me really wish that even though Sex in the City is an incredible show and so iconic with wonderful acting it makes me wish it had a little more heart mm-hmm. Carrie Diaries does that really well yeah, I mean, I mean, there's definitely those things that we don't like with a, a lot of the, with the relationships, but yeah. uh, as far as the the family and the individual character journeys, I think they they've been really solid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first episode that we have is episode six called Endgame, and it's Carrie gets in over her head when she tries to cook Thanksgiving dinner for her family her new boyfriend and his father and must enlist mouse's help. Maggie is excited to have Thanksgiving with Walt's family. Uh, So overall, what did you think about this one? I mean, I love a holiday episode Mm -hmm. in a TV show. They're always really fun. Um, I thought this one was especially poignant because we got to see Carrie really wanting to live up to her mom's expectations, but something that they did in this that, was just so beautiful was that we got to see real human vulnerable moments from a lot of the characters like Dorit. It's like, oh, you were really close to your mom. Like Carrie's watching football with her dad while you were helping your mom. And we we get to see Sebastian be alone and, and realize that a lot of his stuff might come from his unstable family life. And then we get antics in the kitchen with Mouse and it's funny. So yeah, I I thought this one, for me, this might be my favorite episode of the series so far. How did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I definitely love those holiday vibes. And it was a good episode even for Sebastian. It was a good episode for George. Uh, and you know the next episode not as good for him but uh but at least in this one (laughs) sorry I have a fire in my belly about that one that will get (laughs) but uh yeah we adore it and and here's the thing about making Thanksgiving dinner the thing about it that's hard is it's so many different things to coordinate all at the same time like none of the stuff is particularly difficult to make they're all pretty simple but uh, but it was kind of hard that uh, that she didn't have the recipes, and I felt uh, I felt kind of mad at Dorit for for smudging out her her mom's recipes. Oh, that's something you can never get back. But it's it's that's the trick of taking on Thanksgiving. It's not necessarily that it's a, that hard to make. It's just coordinating it all together is hard. Yeah, I was actually surprised that Dorit did something that as you said, ruin the recipes forever. I thought maybe hiding them would be something that would kind of be all right. Like, okay, she's just acting out and then it's like, oh, I have them and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved how Carrie, after everything goes awry, says someday I'll use my um, stove or my my oven for storage. And we know that she does. She, grown up Carrie Bradshaw, store stuff in her in her um 
oven and it was just really cute to see I like when they do the connections like that I think you and I have talked about how we wish that they would actually have more of that yeah and at the beginning I was like what they're they can't make her be this great cook you know so I was that doesn't make sense with her at all but then I realized that okay she's not she's not great you realize you're ahead <laughs> for uh, an yeah. disaster yeah. And, uh, and then when George is coming over, she hides everything in her room, all her Hello Kitty, all her, which I feel like that's different than now. I feel like people now kind of, um, are almost proud of their nerdy stuff. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's different when you're in high school, but I think, yeah, that, uh, we, we kind of display these kinds of things now, whether it's superhero stuff or, Totally. Uh, hello kitty or whatever it might be she's got yeah. the photo of sean cassidy <laughs> he he's looking like a a snack in that photo <laughs> a photo of sean cassidy yes <laughs> uh and we got sebastian he's supposedly going to be having thanksgiving with his mom and he says happy turkey day bradshaw that was pretty good that was a good that was a good sebastian oh yeah right <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing that elvis voice since before he played elvis so yeah so we we also have maggie she's she's keeps interacting with simon uh what do you think about this uh with maggie and simon so it it's one of those things that it's just like so the ick factor for me, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, first of all, Maggie looks adorable in her little, I think they say she looks like Nancy Reagan, but she's all prim and proper and, and looking all adorable. <laughs> but it, I think that we know not only that he's an adult, but that he's a cop who works with her dad. Like it's, it's just, it, it, it feels so wrong. Like yeah. it, it's an actual literal legal crime and and a moral failing as well on his mm-hmm. part yeah i mean i appreciate the fact that at least so far they haven't he's he, they haven't pushed that additional line where he hasn't like forced himself on her right. yet right i have a feeling that might be coming uh with him it seems like that's where this plot might be going and uh, but uh, but for now at least he's not like a criminal i get in that sense you know he's not for right. now at least he's not like a terrible human yeah but just kind of icky yeah like you're saying very icky. <laughs> and it, i feel like it's kind of weird too because i i think that he looks quite a bit like walt so i guess she has a type he does look like <laughs> walt he, yeah. very much so yeah yeah it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so Mouse saves the day, brings over the cookbooks. And, and this is like a huge change that, uh, that has happened since obviously since 1984, because now you just go on YouTube, you just uh, go on, you know, Google how to make a turkey or whatever. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? 
If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. <laughs> and now it's so much easier. We have such a, like a wealth of knowledge just at our fingertips now. It's kind of amazing when you think about it. Yeah, it really is incredible. And the things, I mean, you and I grew up at a time and our generation is is very special in that way that we grew up as the internet was, we were yeah. coming up like, with the internet. Yeah. So we got to have a lot of experiences where we did have it. Mm-hmm. But when we were younger and, you know, even Carrie's age, it's like, we wouldn't just be able to like Google for a recipe. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> and so Maggie is eating Thanksgiving at Walt's and Walt's family wants him to go to Dartmouth and uh, he, he doesn't want to go there, but he, he doesn't have the guts to tell, tell them. And they're like, well, what do you want to do? And she's like, I haven't even thought about that. She's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a junior. I don't have to think about that yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know about, about you, but, uh, it, how, what was your college experience like did you think of, were you pretty set on where you wanted to go or um uh, I got this scholarship that was for um students who were in particular regions of Pennsylvania that were like that from like poor counties in Pennsylvania and yeah. with that scholarship we could go to a handful of schools and my cousin had gone to Susquehanna, which is where I ended up going. So I was pretty much like, oh, I have money to go to this school. My cousin went there. That's sort of what my path was. Was your path pretty set? Yeah, it was. I, I had always wanted to go to BYU uh, my whole life. And I, I didn't think I was going to get in. I didn't have like the best ACT scores. And so that was what I was worried about, but I had, because my family had moved my senior, before my senior year of high school, I ended up going to community college that year. So that helped me a lot that I had all A's because I had no friends, yeah. nobody else, nothing else to do, but school. And so that helped me a lot, I think, to be able to get in, but I was still really nervous because it's a, it's a hard school to get into. And uh, I got the letter and I opened it by myself uh, because oh, I was, good. yeah, I, I just, I didn't think I would get in and I just started screaming. Do your whole family. And, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so excited. I, I, I think that, uh, it never has, never has such like high expectations actually been met. And, mm-hmm. uh, I loved, I, if you know, movies like uh, Never Been Kissed, you know, where people go back to high school. I would never want to do that. 
but if, if, if going back to college, those college years, yeah. I like that, that Rachel really Wagner, the college years. Yes, yes. Now, that was I've, such a I've, good time in my life. Question, if you are a devout Mormon and you really want to go to a, a school, like a, yeah. like a school, a Mormon school, is is it just BYU or like what are the other ones that like would be? Yeah, so there's a BYU-Idaho and then there's a BYU-Hawaii. Okay. But it is hard to get into BYU-Hawaii because they really try to, to take uh, locals first and then and have a not just locals but um uh but but people from all over the south pacific you know obviously that's the priority uh but i do know some people who did get in and and loved going there i mean i had never been to hawaii at the time or if i had i probably would have wanted to go there but but i i always wanted to go to byu i i had been one of the only uh members of my faith in my high school there were only I think, oh really I yeah because I was in Maryland and there was only yeah. two or three of us in my grade and and that was had strength and I had great friends and they were very supportive of me and but I I just really was ready to be in a community yeah and to be supported uh and uh, and so I loved college. I absolutely, and I, I just really embraced every part of it. Like, I'm not that big of a sports person, but I got this, you, you got this sports pass and it gave you a ticket to every football game and you had a pass to get into basically anything else you wanted to go see. So my friends and I would just go to like random volleyball games and just, I don't know, we, we, we did all the dances. We did all the, it was just so much fun. I, I my freshman year. I didn't go to yeah. any games that I yeah. should. Well, and it wasn't about the sports. It was just about doing something with friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like something to do. Uh, and, uh, and so, cause yeah, I'm not really, aside from swimming, I'm not really much into sports, but, but just any activity we were in too, yeah. and we would do, and we, we had so much fun. So I definitely wasn't like Maggie, but I know a lot of people do struggle with, what they want to do, where they want to go. And I also, my personality is just, I, I don't like being in a state of indecision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is not me. And, uh, and so, uh, these people that like go back and forth and change majors and everything, I was just like, that is not going to be me. Uh, <laughs> and, and also the fact that my brother who was two and a half years older than me, he had like gone to four or five different colleges. He he kept changing. He actually never ended up graduating because he was so wishy-washy and he had credits from so many different schools and, and everything. And that I was like, I'm going to do the exact opposite. And so I, I already had a year of credit going into it. And, uh, and so I finished, even though I loved it, I finished in three years, uh, my, um, undergrad. Oh, wow. Yeah, graduating in 2002. Uh, and, uh, and it's, I mean, that's, that's it's just wild to me that it's been over 20 years since I you could have just had a year to just hang out and take like, classes, but that costs money. So, yeah, but I did, I ended up working for a year after that. Uh, and so I did kind of have, uh, but I was still living in, in the uh, campus housing and things like that. So, oh, that's nice. Well, like off-campus housing, yeah, but I was still in that environment for a whole year. Yeah, and then I went on my mission uh, after that, 
And uh, so I did kind of have a year of just like fun. <laughs> fun. Yeah. I, I have to say one of my favorite things um, being in um, Salt Lake City Airport that I've been in, um, I've flown into Salt Lake City twice yeah. now. It's seeing people come back from their mission. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. It's the best. <laughs> I can't, honestly, I can't even think about it now or I'll start crying. I just, would would sit there all day yeah and it's and it's it was even more when I went out it was even more emotional because uh now they can call they have I didn't know that yeah they can call family when I was going you only had uh two phone calls to family a year on Mother's Day and on Christmas that's what I'm familiar with because yeah Mormon or or my age yeah everything was just letters and so when you when you did yeah when you got home (laughs) yeah it's an experience it sure is but uh but anyway I felt for Maggie I think not everybody has everything all figured out and that's okay too and and uh and uh it's okay to kind of explore take a gap year whatever you need to do you know yeah and even Walt, it's like, it feels like his past all figured out to be a legacy at Dartmouth. Yeah. That, right. But I don't know if he knows he wants to go to Dartmouth. So. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because Maggie says, nobody in my family has goals for me. Like she's kind of envious of the fact that Walt's family even cares where he's going to go to school or do anything. That Yeah. That's a hard thing for Maggie to to sort of realize, and it's like not part of her family culture. And like, I'm a first generation college student, but my mom and my dad, they, since I was little, always like talked to me about going to college. So it was, it was always something that I knew that they supported, but if I didn't have them saying that, it might not be something that I knew was even a possibility. Yeah. Well, and I used to be the queen of college. Like nobody loved college more than me. Like I, those were such a happy time in my life, but, but now I feel like I would be somewhat hesitant to really push it on people. I don't think that it really helps you all that much as far as like getting a specific job. So if somebody is going to, I think it's great to go to college for liberal arts, at least if you, uh, if you want to learn how to write, learn how to, you know, read more effectively, learn how to speak better, all those things you can learn in college, working in a team, those kinds of intangible skills. I think it's great. But as far as like, I'm going to go to college to get this specific job where I'm going to have this specific career. Uh, it's just not like that anymore. Very, there's like, there's a few like teaching, engineering, um, nursing. There's a few that bachelor's degree, you can have a job, a specific job right after, but, uh, but not that many. No, you're totally right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we also have George, uh, the, and Carrie basically making out in her bedroom, which my, I mean, I, I can't believe the dad would allow that. I oh, would, I, I, I think you'd at least have to have the door open. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, it's funny because my high school boyfriend and I, we were not very physical with each other because we were more like buddies, yeah. but our parents were both strict, but they kind of knew that we weren't really 
doing much. So they would let us have sleepovers all the time, but the door would be open. We'd just yeah. be like watching movies. <laughs> and it was so funny because people were like, you guys are allowed to do that. And then they're like, oh yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't think that Dort could get away with smoking pot as much as she does in the house. No way. Well, it's also this thing of like, say even you know, your parents were cool with pot, which I don't think he is. It, it just kind of like stings. Like it, yeah. it makes, it would be like, okay, well, like you, you're going to notice it. Like, also, yeah. where is she getting this pot? Like she's what, 14, 15? Yeah. yeah. I mean, where's the 14 year old girl in 1984 suburbs getting pot? Yeah. Like who's her dealer? <laughs> What's happening yeah. here? that uh, I don't I don't think that's that's happening but all the shenanigans with cooking the dinner were funny like she, at first it's too big and I'm not sure how they quite like they like push it in I guess they're yeah. to get it in the oven because that was a small oven <laughs> oh gosh, it was so funny to just watch it all spiral out of control yeah. what is your favorite Thanksgiving food mashed potatoes hands down yeah. how about you <laughs> that's up there mashed potatoes and gravy mm. um yeah that's up there I love cranberry sauce <laughs> one time my my parents were uh were gone and so I was eating Thanksgiving at a friend's house which was so nice of them but I was like shocked that they didn't have cranberry sauce <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> well that was cute Carrie asked that when she's talking to George when they're making out, is she's like, um, she can't even think about kissing him because she's thinking about Thanksgiving. Do people really like cranberry, cranberry sauce? We always have it at our Thanksgiving. Yeah. Time. I mean, I, I feel like it's just opening a can. So why not? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I do. I like that tartness. Yeah. And cranberry sauce. Uh, and I, what's your favorite pie? My grandma makes an amazing pumpkin pie that she actually makes with squash instead of pumpkin. So it's sweeter oh, and I uh -huh. it's so good. What about mm. you? Um, my favorite, I, I think it's probably, well, lemon ring pie is kind of a tradition of mine for my birthday to have lemon ring pie on my birthday. I don't know why that started, but I like it really sour though. Like really tart. Really? I, yeah. I like the lemon strong. A lot of times when I've had them other places, my mom knows and likes to make it super, super strong. Uh, but a lot of times it tastes kind of, I don't know, bland to me, yeah. uh, at other places. Uh, but I like it with it. I like those tart flavors. A little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I don't see how this turkey would catch on fire like it did. I don't either, but man, was it fun to watch. That's funny. It's like exploding. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting, so Dorit tells Carrie that the, their mom hated doing all the work of Thanksgiving. And it's, she says it felt weird for her to not be here. And for Carrie, she says, I felt weird to not try uh, to, to do it. So she would do it. And I think that, 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 is true. I mean, I just think of my, my mom, <laughs> so many of our family photos were taken on these like days where she was working so hard, you know? And so she looks so frazzled. I always feel so bad. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, 
But those were the hardest days. The ones that were most fun for us were the hardest ones for her. And she didn't mind doing it. And it continues on. Even this last Thanksgiving, it was ridiculous because we, she made, she had to make like three Thanksgivings because there was like the vegan food because two of my siblings are vegan and then she's gluten-free. So you had to have gluten-free stuff. And there were, there were so many dishes on the table. It was absurd. <laughs> I told her, I said, we should just go go out to eat then people can have whatever they want yeah uh and because and and of course they were all horrified by the suggestion but I think there's a case to be made for it because yeah everybody can just get what they want and like this food at Thanksgiving is not that complicated like so it's it like I'm fine with turkey at uh at at Golden Corral or wherever you know someplace like that it's turkey like you can't really do it wrong turkey mashed potato you know it's just stuff like that that i don't know i think like i said i think there's a case to be made I if know, i ever have a family i think i might go to gold crow instead of <laughs> i love me some golden crow yeah but uh but anyway so yeah it is a lot of work and i liked at the end her dad saying sometimes the things we love the most make us crazy yeah yeah um, it, it's that scene is really um beautiful too in the beginning where we have we see Carrie's mom from the back and she has curly blonde hair like her and then we see a little Carrie I was like oh yeah yeah and uh and then we have Sebastian he is alone for Thanksgiving and his uh housekeeper offers for him to come with her to the house and uh, and he's like oh don't worry about it uh but he ends up at Carrie's house. Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by W Rated, the podcast where we willingly watch the world's worst rated movies. Join me, Daisy. And me, Claire, as we break down the IMDb Bottom 100, choosing a different film from the list every episode. We take a deep dive into the plot, production, release and reviews, usually with a special guest to uncover if these films are truly as bad as everyone says they are. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and anywhere else you find your podcasts. And uh, they have ambrosia and bean dip. (laughs) That's what they end up eating. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't understand if the fuse had been, um, if the fuse had gone out, like it's easy to just flip it. Yeah. I don't understand why they, the electricity was out for so long, but, uh, but nevertheless, uh, they, they have a ambrosia salad, which I do love ambrosia salad. Yeah. And they all get to be together and it's really mm-hmm. sweet. You know what? I love it. Another thing I love at Thanksgiving is because we don't eat a lot of jello and it's not like a regular item on, on our menu, but I do love the, uh, the, uh, jello salad with the pretzels crust and then oh, the jello. Yeah. It's like cranberry jello or, or red right. jello and then with cranberry sauce in it. And then like a whipped cream topping. So oh, that sounds good. really good. It's so good because you've got like the sweetness of the jello. You have the uh, saltiness of the pretzels and the crust. Yes. And you see sweet, salty is so good. <laughs> yeah, I do love the sweet, salty combo. Yeah. 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 Uh, so then we have, uh, we have Sebastian giving, uh, her dad a bottle of scotch. 
which I don't even, I mean, he, he probably just took it from his parents. Why? So yeah, that was a little weird, but I did like how Sebastian and her dad bonded over, um, being Patriots fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and he says, nobody should be alone at Thanksgiving. So which I think is true. It's like, yeah, Carrie's dad's maybe now realizing that Sebastian is a kid who was taken advantage of by his teacher. Right, yeah. He was nothing but good to Carrie. I mean, except when he was a little bit of a jerk, but a normal teenage boy jerk, he never did anything totally out of bounds. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's this episode or next episode where he says uh, that uh, I can forgive it for him making a mistake and i'm like oh you're really she was the adult in the situation <laughs> so yeah uh but yeah. yeah um we also find out that maggie her family doesn't have money for her to go to college so that's a problem and they just say well it doesn't matter because you're just gonna get married anyway oh boy <laughs> i mean even if your goal is to get married we called it this was probably not nice, but we would call it an MRS degree. <laughs> like I, um, yeah. <laughs> when I was in grad school, my boyfriend that I dated in grad school and when I moved to New York, the first thing he said when he met me, he like shook my hand. He's like, oh, are you here to get your MRS degree? Now he was being like ironic. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's, I, I, I do want to have a disclaimer that he's actually like a very like feminist guy. He's great. But that's the first time I heard that term. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that you need to have marketable skills. Like whether you actually go to college or not is, is not, I don't think that necessary these days but you need to have marketable skills that you can like these days I would say like learn how to use some of these big programs that people uh, and keep up to date on stuff like that so know how to use Adobe and you know Excel and and uh, Google and and things like that so that that you you can market yourself that you're up to date on the latest technology that's what I would uh, I would advise if somebody was asking for my opinion. <laughs> I don't think you for even sure. necessarily need to have a degree per se, but do you have marketable skills? Yeah. So, all right. Well, what would you give this episode one to 10? I loved it. I give this one a nine. Yeah, I agree. It was a really strong one. Okay. Then we have caught, uh, this is episode seven caught. And it is Carrie invites George to the school dance, but he misconstrues her intentions. Donna catches Maggie cheating on Walt and uses the info to blackmail her. So overall, what do you think of this episode? I thought this was a great episode, but lots of parts about it made me angry because I'm like oh I don't like when people are mean. Um, <laughs> and then I do some things to say about George's character that not only did I not like some of his actions, but I actually don't feel like they went with his character and we can dive into it more. But I mean, I love a school dance episode. These are like two in a row, like a holiday episode, a school dance, like Mouse is up to all her antics with like trying to be a perfectionist. I, I thought it was a really fun episode that I, I really yeah. enjoyed. And for some reason, I thought that her dad was a shrink. What? Yeah. And I guess he's a lawyer. 
oh. we're seeing in here. Oh, these got cases and stuff. Like I was confused about that, and uh, you know, and that's why he gets her this internship with this other law firm. So I'm confused right. about the, the the folder of info because that seemed like why was he representing Sebastian? What did I? I so I I was confused about that. <laughs> Wait, you're right. You're right, Rachel, because Sebastian would in no way be in trouble for what happened. Yeah. So I don't understand. Yeah. Why he was, uh, why he was involved at all with Sebastian. So I, that was confusing. Also, we do find out that Larissa does think that she's yeah. a grown woman. She doesn't realize that, is- that she's a teen. Uh, she, she yeah. says, uh, uh, she even says that she says, why, why you're a grown woman. So she, she doesn't know. So that makes me a little bit kinder to her uh and what she's uh, what she's done yeah but still she's still not my favorite character for sure but at least it's like okay reassuring yeah and uh, she gets the uh interview uh spread on her purse and she even gets to write the byline about uh about it being a pollock uh pollock a paint, painted purse i guess yeah. And uh, so you can see the beginnings of Carrie Bradshaw going on. And she doesn't want to tell her dad because he got her the uh, internship. But I feel like, would he really care that much? Like, what's the difference between interning in a magazine versus interning at a law place? Yeah, like, I know he sort of sets her up for being like, oh, this is going to be really tricky and you better do a good job because it's hard to get your school to do it but I think if you really saw like hey this is an amazing magazine and it's in what you want to do and like she doesn't really need to hide this stuff I don't think yeah I wouldn't think so but she feels like she does um we also have Maggie bringing peach schnapps to the dance and I know this is like a cliche in these in high school movies and high school things that you put a, a you booze up the the punch but I feel like, does that really happen? And would you be able to put like a whole bottle? That seems like a lot. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen because <laughs> it's one thing to, I didn't drink in high school, but I had a lot of friends who did. And it's one thing to yourself willingly consume that, even if you're underage, like that's still a choice. Yeah. But to sort of essentially poison other people, yeah. not really okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I I just feel like somebody would see you put a whole bottle. Yeah. Plus it would taste weird. People would be like, what is wrong? Like, because if you're not expecting, I mean, I've never drinking alcohol, but like, I think it has a pretty like strong taste. Right. I find, I mean, I don't drink anymore, but I, I find that like, I can taste even very the littlest bit, but I'm very sensitive to it. Um, but I do think in a punch, if you put a whole bottle in, someone's going to be like, and even if they're into it, they're going to know yeah, they're going to be like, right. this, isn't, this tastes different. Right. Yeah. But uh, Walt has chicken pox, poor Walt. And so Maggie's on her own and, mm-hmm. uh, and Simon, he's there at the dance and uh, he says, it's always more fun when you're with me, isn't it? So he's getting a little creepy uh, here. 
and but she is attracted to simon she just uh she just obviously feels conflicted because of walt and everything and um and she finally at the end she tells carrie about simon and and she says you got to tell him you got to tell walt you can't i don't know it's an issue like i feel like do do teenagers really have like this much drama <laughs> like it's one thing to have like little relationships and i think they do but like cheating and this stuff it's like a so much horror. so i mean i didn't but i certainly didn't or, or know anybody the closest that i had in my peer group was my friend my best friend uh she she had a very serious boyfriend and uh, they actually ended up getting married still married to this day so it all worked out <laughs> that's like the most serious relationship of yeah they ended up having a baby uh when she was a freshman in college i believe and he was a year younger so he was still in high school and uh, then they got married i think then the next year and uh and yeah they're still still but together worked yeah it worked out great so <laughs> Yeah, that was I, the most exciting relationship of anybody I knew. <laughs> I did know I wasn't close with any of them, but I did know a few girls in my high school who did. I don't want to say date our teachers because that's they were taken advantage of by our teachers. So we did have that in my school, oh, which so was weird. difficult to think yeah. about it now as an adult. Like I remember as a kid being like oh and it was just like drama but now I look back and I'm like that is tragic and (laughs) so upsetting and so infuriating yeah Um, well and there may have been drama that I was just naive to because I was pretty naive pretty sheltered uh, as a teen and a child I I I did know of one case where and I've talked about this before that there was one teacher who married former student but it was after she was like older it was still like a big age it was still a little weird but um but yeah that that was the only thing like that that I was aware of but there was probably drama that I didn't know about uh and uh, there was one girl who who got pregnant in high school and she named her baby nature rain which was like that's a new one (laughs) I never heard of that one before I love it very centered with yeah (laughs) yes um, so then we also have, uh, they get the tickets in the mail for the Nutcracker, uh, that that had been a thing that Dorrit and the, and mom, the mom did, and they just had probably like annual season tickets kind of a thing. So they came in the mail. And uh, so the dad decides to go to the Nutcracker with Dorrit. He takes that time off of this big case that he's doing and everything. And uh, yeah, I think that, especially if you lost your mother, like doing those kinds of things would be really important. And, uh, you know, she's pretty tough on her dad because he gets sleepy and <laughs> his ballet, ballet's a little, a little boring. I mean, it's, it's incredible what they do, but I would probably be with the dad. <laughs> I mean, I've been to the Nutcracker before and sometimes I get a little sleepy. <laughs> especially because like he said, he was, um, staying up late to work on cases because he wanted to be able to take off to be with her yeah and i i love because i know that you hate and i 
agree with this when it's just like the sullen teen, but I love that we're going to see depth to Dorit of, you know, she was so close to her mom and she had never spent one-on-one time with her dad. So she's lost her person. Yeah. Yeah. And George tells her in the previous episode that you have a shtick. Dorit, you have a shtick. And I'm like, yeah, she absolutely does. He's right. That was a fun scene. Yeah. (laughs) We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. But yeah, I mean, and and my dad would absolutely be falling asleep going to the the necker my dad is is actually kind of a renaissance man he loves theater and he loves opera and he loves classical music and and he but then he also loves um going dirt bike riding and and being outside and skiing and things like that but uh but he does he does have a bad habit of of falling asleep and i i i sometimes struggle with that even uh going to if if it's a if i've had a long day and i'm going to a screening Sometimes I'll, I'll fight it. I'll be fighting it. I'm like, oh, it's warm and it's comfy. And yes. <laughs> and it's especially at the ballet where there's no like plot, you know, it's just kind of watching the dancing, which is beautiful. But yeah, I, 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 I can feel for the dad here. I really can. Sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, I, I kind of liked the fact that they ended on this cute note between Dorit and, and the dad they make up and, um, and, uh, and then you also have, uh, let's see, you also have mouse and you also have mouse and Seth and, uh, they have been getting her distracted from her schoolwork. So she got a B plus. And I, I was always somebody that like, I, I would have been, it depends on the subject, but for the most part, I would have probably been pretty happy with people. People sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> but she's upset. And, uh, and so she asks for extra credit. Uh, she's doing it at the dance. She tries to put it underneath the, the teacher's door. Then they're trying to get into the, the, the class. And, uh, and so then the teachers and the janitors find them, stop them. And, uh, and so she decides that she is going to, uh, that, that Seth is just too much of a distraction. She wants to get into Harvard. And so they break up, which kind of made me a little bit sad. It made me a little bit sad too. And there were a couple things in this episode to me that didn't feel very realistic to the characters. And this was one of them. Yeah. I think that it would have been a conversation like, Hey, we can only see each other twice a month or we can't talk every night before bed or whatever they were doing but like I yeah I agree and I don't think that 
if her if her SAT scores were high enough, uh, then they're not going to care if she has a couple of B's. You can still get into Harvard. She's not going to uh, be even in that class. She had one B plus on an assignment, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I, I think that, yeah, it did seem like, okay, they, they must have a reason they needed to write this character off <laughs> rather than like a, a Oh, reason. I bet you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, then we have George, uh, like he was actually really charming for a lot of this episode. I thought, uh, between him and Carrie and, and I loved her dress uh, oh, so for cute. the dance. It was really good. And, and then, uh, he starts to make the move on Carrie and she says, uh, it, she says she's, she doesn't want to, she's not ready. And, uh, and then, uh, he says, virginity isn't something you get, uh, or she says, virginity isn't something you get out of the way with, so you can start having fun. And, uh, no, wait, George says, George says, virginity, virginity is something you get out of the way with, so you can start having fun. And, and then he keeps going, keeps trying. And then Carrie breaks up with him and. And then she's talking to uh, Maggie and she says, doesn't it make a difference to lose your virginity to someone you really love uh, like you did with Walt? So I don't know. I, it was a little bit of a bummer way for George to kind of end because he was a fun character up until then. Rachel, I just don't think that this is realistic with George. And, yeah. and here's why. I'm not saying a lot of times, I'm not saying that I thought he was a perfect character or anything. But I think that this is a young man that we've seen really great behavior from and he's in therapy. So like he's, he's pretty, he has pretty high EQ. Now, I think even if he were going to manipulate her to go further than she wanted, he would have done it in a way that was like more savvy and not as overt. And I'm not saying that's better because that's more insidious and, and like maybe she would have gone through with it, but this flipping a switch to me just didn't feel very accurate for this character it felt like he was literally a different person and I'm not saying that that can happen with people sometimes but something about this just didn't sit right with me yeah I agree but uh, Sebastian sees her kissing George and so he's getting jealous and then that makes Donna uh upset uh and uh she sees Maggie and Simon and so then Donna blackmails Maggie and uh, says that she'll tell uh, everybody about Simon. And uh, so by the end, Maggie, uh, Maggie tells, uh, she breaks it up with Simon and then she tells Carrie, she starts to tell people so that you can't blackmail her. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, all of that was like, fine, I guess. I don't know. So much drama again for high school. Yes. And I will say that what I really do like is that I'm glad this didn't turn into like a whole thing with Maggie trying to do something weird with Carrie and, mm-hmm. and like going along with the blackmail. Like I'm glad they just kind of nip that in the bud. Yeah. And so Carrie has the job opportunity to work at, uh, at, uh, interview and uh, she says at the end, my life, this is my life. And I wasn't going to have any regrets. And she, so she 
gets the job interview and she gets the job at interview. She looks <laughs> and, amazing walking yeah. in. Yeah, it was a fun way to end the episode. And again, I just feel like her her dad's not going to care. I hope you not. just say like, this is what happened. I met somebody in the city. I made this connection and now I have this other job opportunity. Yeah. I would think at least my dad would be impressed. You'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's also the thing. Like you and I are both in jobs that aren't the family business. And I think that Carrie's dad does in a way it's like, oh, it'd be great if you were a lawyer too. So I think yeah. he needs to have that in his head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that was, I guess, a little bit similar to this was when I was in eighth grade, a bunch of my friends all got job at the local movie theater. And I wanted to, so I was only 14. So it, was, it would have only been a few hours a week, but, uh, but I had my heart set on it. Uh, of getting this job at the movie theater and the thing is is that you had to be willing to work thanksgiving uh in order to get this particular job and and my mom and dad had this plan to go up to new york to visit my aunt and uncle and cousins and they were like no you of course they were what, what are they gonna say we're like we're yeah. gonna change the whole family's plan so you can get For this like, mediocre part-time job at 14 that we're gonna have to drive you to and you know all this stuff but I was so mad at my parents. <laughs> I was so grumpy the entire trip. I was just like, <laughs> so I do remember that they ruined it all. <laughs> that's the only thing I can relate to with that. Uh, my poor wanting to work at the movie theater self. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you made but, up for it because now you really yeah, moved for a living. It's true. I really did. Uh, but yeah, I would give this one a, uh, I would give this, I thought all the stuff with the dance was all a lot of fun. I mean, until the very, very end, I guess. But for the most part, I thought that was all fun. I, so I would give this one an eight, I think. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Well, let us know if you've seen these two episodes, what you think. I did see that you can watch them, I guess, on the CW, uh, their app or whatever. This show's on there. So if people want to watch, uh, they can stream it there for free, I think. I think there's ads for free with ads. Uh, and uh, so check that out. And uh, and we have, I'll put a playlist with all of our Sex and City content on there. So so take a look at that. And Jax, where can people find you? At Jacqueline C tweets on Twitter and Jacqueline Collier on Instagram. Right. And you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast, the Homework's Pod and Homework's Podcast, all of our social media. And we also have our City Girls Pod on Twitter. So check that out. And we would really appreciate it. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We appreciate that. And if you're watching YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. So take a look at that. And uh, thanks everybody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.